Welcome to That Happiness Show. I am Gemma Fassett, host and creator. I bring you my 25 years experience in finding happiness. You are the creator of your reality and thus you do create your happiness too. This is no longer about chasing the dream, but learning to stand in your power and receive. I am frequency expert, artist, teacher, and grateful mommy, here to guide you with the tools, ideas, and education around raising your frequency, learning to be present, and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Welcome. This is Gemma. I am doing my podcast from my room today because my computer was here and I thought, well, how cozy. So fun, fun. I get to do it this way. And I am just savoring the moments of my morning. I I woke up and I started reading my, my fiction book. And then I went downstairs and I read some newspaper, some real paper. <laughs> I like reading real things. I like to stay away from the computer. The computer is like a, a do-everything tool. And for me, I find that very boring. I like to touch my books and feel the things and see the stickers on them. And and I like the, that newspaper is different than book paper. And I just, I like the tactileness. That's what, that's like the artist in me or maybe the human me. I don't know, but I just love that stuff. So today I got to tell you, um, I feel extremely good and alive and there's lots of amazing energy to partake in right now. It's, it's like people are making me aware of there is this other going on where people are afraid and they're worried and they're scared. And, um, Oh boy. You know, I can understand that completely that this is going on. I can, I can hear that this is a a situation for people and, and they have these stories that truly support that they would be going through this, but equally we can um, look at some situations with people who it's not supported okay, like everything's going great, but they're still feeling overwhelmed and they're still feeling worry and their bills are paid and they have a roof over their head and they have food on the table and, and they're worried. Um, and that's like a projected worry, like what's coming now. Um, those stories are valid in the sense that there is a lot of like guessing and projecting about what's coming. So I guess the purpose of this, um, podcast today, this episode is to just empower you to do what you can where you're at. <clears throat> so there's all sorts of, um, you know, like a lot of people have feel that they, you know, they can't voice their opinions about things, whether, you know, whatever it is, and um, they feel insecure about that. <sighs> or they just feel like they can't, you know, Um Maybe they can't do social media for one reason or another. So what I want you to realize is that this powerful field of love that you generate, it's almost like you generate a nuclear energy from within you. It is so powerful, and yet you know nothing about it. Just take that in. We just don't know anything about it. There's very little that's brought up about it. It can't be controlled by government or medical or parents or churches. So it's not really taught. 
you know, like, and, and so we just kind of assume uh, this heart energy is not very valuable or it doesn't have much purpose and that it takes care of itself and there's nothing we have to do. Like our heart pumps, great, you know, that's good. We feel love, we don't feel love. Okay, it's great that we feel love. But what I'm about to tell you is that this heart energy field, this nuclear-like energy within your body has the power to affect the reality that you are in. And I'm not just talking about like your bedroom or the person you're making love to or, you know, your children. I'm talking about everything. I'm talking about mandala shifts and quantum leaps and I'm but that might even be making it seem unfeasible to you. All you have to do is practice loving yourself. And when you start, if you haven't been doing this, it might even seem silly. But I guarantee you, if you practice, create a daily practice of loving yourself, in one month, you will be a different person. Within a week, people will be making comments to you on how much you've changed. Did you lose weight? Did you have plastic surgery? You look younger. Um, They're going to be saying things. And you're going to find, so, so that's proof that your reality shifted through, through the eyes of another. It's almost like a projected uh, reality shift. But it's proof that it's shifting, right, that way. But then you have additional proof because you will begin to notice that things are a little easier and smoother. So let's go back to this loving yourself unconditionally. Because um, I had this amazing Norwegian woman, Odgret. This is so many years ago. I think it was like 1995. I could be wrong though, but it was a long time ago. I went on a retreat with her and a group of, of women and I was the youngest. I was pretty young at the time. And, um, and I went on this retreat and I was so happy to be there. And the retreat did what it was supposed to do. It brought up stuff I had programs in and beliefs in that were ready to be released and brought it to my attention, even if I didn't fully release it then, it did bring it to my attention. And I was like, whoa, check this out. But Algret told me the most amazing story. Now, her English was pretty sparse. I don't know what Norwegians speak, but it's not English. Um, yeah, and she had, um, a, you know, she and the both women who ran it, they were from Norway. So they had a common language. It's beautiful. But uh, and Algret was leaving, leading the art part of the of the retreat. She was the, um, spiritual art therapy person. And she was a professional art, um, channeler for, you know, uh, private clientele. And she's just amazing. Oh my God. So anyway, one day she pulled me aside and I could see that she understood, she understood me. And she felt compelled to share this story with me. I was a professional helper. I was a professional helper. I did everything for everyone else, but I just couldn't do it for myself. It was like the programming would not allow me to turn that helping energy on me. I could not do for me. So Agret says to me, and granted, I mean, I'm going to probably have to add some words. And she, there was a whole part of the story she couldn't even tell me about because it just wouldn't translate. So she told me the beginning and she told me the end. So... The beginning is that your 
your heart is like a chalice and it holds love. And as you do for others, you take love out of it. And you do and you do until it gets low. All right. And it was never intended to be used this way. It was never intended. And when it gets low and depleted, it's like there's there's nothing more you can do. And you hole up until you get some more love in this chalice. All right. And she said, this this chalice is for you to put love in. It's your chalice and you put love into it. And you love yourself and you put love into this chalice and it begins to fill and you put more love in and it fills more and you put more love in and then eventually it's full. And then she said, and then what you do is you put more love in. Isn't this beautiful? You put more love in and you would think, well, wait, it's full. Well, that doesn't make any sense. You put more love in at the point that this chalice is full and you put more love in is the point at which it begins overflowing to the world as unconditional love. Unconditional love doesn't start with you making judgments and doing out there or being unjudgmental and doing out there. Unconditional love starts with you. You have to love yourself unconditionally. And when you do this, this chalice fills. And when this chalice fills, now it overflows to the world. And this is where the atomic bomb or nuclear bomb of love happens. This is, this is it. This is the, the fully charged heart energy, nuclear energy at its fullest. This is it. So you just keep filling that. Just because the chalice is full doesn't mean now you give it out. No, you just keep loving yourself unconditionally and it fills this up. It overflows to the world. And right, and at that point, you become love. <laughs> Imagine that. Oh, I'm just, oh, I'm feeling this in my whole body. This heart energy field, it envelopes, it transmutes every cell in your body. Every cell that might have been fear or worry or overwhelm is now taken over by the, um, according to the What the Bleep Do We Know movie, the peptide that associates with love. And unconditional love just takes over and it, it becomes the energy of every single cell in your body. And this is a powerful thing because when you sit in this energy field, there is no judgment. There is nothing to fear. There is being present right now. There's being present right now. And in this present right now, you will be given the information, like you will have access to it. You can receive it. You can choose to receive information on what to do in what situations and what circumstances and uh, to help like your career or to create or to, are you going to have a baby or all this stuff, you can do it. But do it from this place of unconditional love. Don't do these things from fear. So if you're going to watch the news, watch the news from unconditional love. And if you can't do it, don't watch the news. So from this place of unconditional love, I personally like to sit and create like a cup in my hands, like create like a, a hold a ball in my hands, basically like a bowl, an imaginary bowl. Oh, excuse me, I'm releasing, more releasing. 
Okay, so I hold this imaginary bowl in my hands, and then I imagine into this bowl everything I want to bless. All the politicians, the planet, and all the countries. I want to put all the mommies in there, and the daddies, and the children. All the animals. And I put it all in the bowl. This is how great love can be, because... I now become the consciousness of the universe holding in my hands the planet. If I want to hold the universe in my hands, I can. If I want to hold the galactic everything, I can. Isn't this cool? I mean, it's like you can, you can, be, you can be love. You can be change without having to go and protest or riot or do crazy things or write your congressman or without having to find the right thing to read. You can just be love. You don't have to be right. Isn't this cool? You can just be. You don't have to be right. There's no resistance. There's no fighting. There's no opinions to defend. And there's no stories to tell. It's just this beautiful place of sitting. But you know, if you're not there yet, that you can sit with your hands in a bowl and put everything you want to bless in it and all the things that, you know, you want to transmute and bring into a reality of love and joy. If you're not ready for that, then that means you're ready for loving yourself. And that's just as much fun. Loving yourself is being kind. It's not judging. It's not, it's not judging yourself. It's non-judgmental. So what that means is that if you are feeling like not getting out of bed, give yourself permission to stay in five more minutes. Don't beat yourself up for the five more minutes. Um, it means that if you forgot to get shampoo, you know, don't, oh, there I go again. Or, you know, don't berate yourself. You know, these things happen. These things happen. There's a good one. All is well. And these things happen. You know, catch yourself getting irritable with other people and take a deep breath and just walk away. You know, like we have to monitor and, and do this flip-flop and the more you love yourself. So, I was reading a Dear Abby the other day and I came to the conclusion that when we feel that we have not loved ourselves, when we have not loved ourselves, we begin to feel victimized and we're victimized by ourselves, but then we project it on the world. We project it on our children and our special peoples and friends. So that is like pure evidence of like focusing on you and loving you and taking care of your needs, putting your needs ahead of everyone else's in the sense that you have to make sure that you're fed. You don't just feed everyone and walk away. You have to make sure that you are clean and well, like cared for. You're well rested. <sighs> you know that um, you're getting fresh air, all these good things, right? So it's like, ask your body, this is the root of it all. Get to that root where you have a relationship with your internal GPS system. So you can ask your body, what do you need body? And your body can say, Hmm, this is what I need. It's funny because my dog can't talk. Yeah. Surprise there, right? My dog does not know English, but my dog will get my attention. Maybe it's a little paw on a leg, or maybe he's just staring at me. And I will know, oh my God, I have to feed you. Oh my God, you want to go outside. Oh my gosh, you know, I know what he wants. Our guidance system is the same way. 
it's ready to communicate with this. And just because it doesn't speak English out loud, it doesn't mean you can't understand it. You can understand it. So um, we might continue this. I'm not sure because I really just want people to feel empowered that even though we're in a very... um, like crazy world right now. I want you to feel that you have the power to do something about it. You can use this heart energy within your being to change the world. But first love yourself. First love yourself. And and then once you feel like you're holding this love energy, then expand it to the world. Actually, you can do meditations on expanding heart energy. Absolutely. Anytime. And that you might find is loving yourself too. If you feel like you want to do something to help this um, up un- unrest and the COVID and the whatever, you want to help, you want to be a participant in helping and making change, then just sit and expand that heart energy out. 300 feet, 1,000, 3,000 feet. Oh. Expand it out and just play with it. Feel it with your hands. Feel yourself in the center. Know it's going way down into the planet and way up into the sky and all the way out. You can send it all the way around the planet. Oh, my God. Oh, and then just imagine the beautiful electricity engaging in this orb of love. The currents of frequency all in it and electrify it. Put some intention into it. What is your intention for the day? And then when you're ready, allow it to come into a comfortable place. Like maybe comfortable is 300 feet. Maybe comfortable is three miles out. Maybe it's a mile out. It's all good. Find a comfortable place. And maybe for you, comfortable is only 12 feet. That's okay too. And then I want you to lock it in place. There's a key or there's a handle or something. You can lock it in place. Lock it in place and let it be that way for the next 24 hours. All right? So this is a... I know it's a lot, but... I truly want you to have some tools for navigating right now. I love you so much. Bye now. Thank you for joining us on That Happiness Show. If you'd like more information or have questions, you can reach me at gemmafossett.com or 401-699-6142. Private sessions are available as well as retreats. It is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again. Thank you for listening. This is Gemma Fossett, host of That Happiness Show.